0: Hello and welcome to the Rookies F1 podcast. My name is Chloe and I've been a casual fan of Formula One for the past eight seasons. So opposite me is Rachel. And I have been a fan since the start of this season. In this
1: podcast we'll be having a good old natter about all things Formula One, chatting about all the happenings in F1 and getting confused over the many technical regulations. Disclaimer, our engineering knowledge is extremely limited.
0: That was the cleanest intro we have done for a while. (laughs) Well, after the
1: (laughs) the last episode, anything seems
0: clean. (laughs) And we're back. We had a week off last week because I had a chest infection. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: we thought that maybe you wouldn't want to hear a load of coughing in the podcast. And of course, we wanted Chloe to get better so she could be back to her bright and beautiful self. The podcast aren't you lovely <sighs> I am so <laughs> lovely I'm incredible i I'm just kidding I'm just kidding um it's great to be back. It was weird last week not uploading something. I'll be honest, so it's um it's nice to be back again, and I miss talking to you, chloe
0: ah, me too. I've also missed talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to be the rest of this podcast Just us complimenting each other And somehow sarcastically complimenting ourselves (laughs) At the same time
0: Yeah So today was the Turkish (laughs) Grand Prix And spoilers Ooh who won, to? Choo, choo
1: choo choo choo, it's the hype train. Valtteri Bottas, race winner in 2021 of the Turkish Grand Prix. He's done it. What a legend!
0: I am very happy for him.
1: I'm so happy.
0: Cause it was, you know what?
1: The and I, we'll get into it more later. But I'm too excited now, and I've got to go straight away. Cue the train. He dominated this race completely. After the first, like even after the first lap, it was like. I mean, off the line. Unless Mercedes get the strategy, unless Mercedes get the strategy really wrong with him, he's got this.
0: My guy. <laughs> um, and could this be his last ever Formula One win? That's the thing, or.
1: Could this be his first win of many in this 2021 season <laughs> where Valtteri Bottas wins the World Drivers' Championship? He comes back, Max and Lewis, they're too busy tussling, they and knock each other off every race.
0: Is it still a possibility? That's comes through. So it if is Lewis still a possibility. and Max DNF'd the next seven races. Could
1: Valtteri. Oh, get yeah. It? Well, Valtteri
0: is. I think
1: he's um, just under 100 points from Max, who's leading. Oh,
0: so, so it's that's a complete possibility then.
1: Complete, completely theoretically possible. I think Lando and Checo definitely are st- still can as well. Um, I'd have to check below that. But, you know, there's a few that are still theoretically in
0: contention. I mean, they <laughs> won't, but you never
1: know. <laughs> they won't, but, you know, you can't count anyone one out in this season. Of Formula One. It's incredible.
0: Lewis and Max could have this awful stomach flu and it could just knock them out for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, wouldn't that be a shame? (laughs) That sounds really bad, Just (laughs) It would be a shame. It really would. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if it happened.
0: It would just sum up (laughs) this season perfectly.
1: It's been bonkers.
0: Anyway. So should we go to the start of the weekend
1: yeah first a couple of bits that happened before the race weekend even began we find out about the one-off red bull livery for the weekend that was lovely you liked it i quite like that i like i like it when i like it when a when a a one-off livery is different
0: and not just
1: slightly tweaked yeah looking at (laughs) looking at you ferrari (laughs) <laughs> darker red <laughs> come on and um, yeah lovely one-off livery was meant to be for the japanese grand prix as a sort of farewell to a honda as an engine supplier but since we're not in japan we're in turkey instead they've had it here Alpha tauri also had in their rear wing just i think it said uh arigato i think that's it um which is like farewell or goodbye or something in japanese So. Lovely to see that. A very nice Lovely gesture. Touch. Although I have to say, don't know how I felt about the white race suits, but I know they went with the car, but I didn't feel as nicely about them as the car.
0: <laughs> I don't know what it was about them. I just wasn't vibing with them. Do you know what made me laugh? Obviously, because maybe it was a fairly last minute thing, or maybe they just they didn't do it properly, but the graphics... <gasps> the graphics! I was going to
1: say about this. Yeah, it's... So they got slightly better. They got slightly better for the race, but they were still looked completely different during the, when the radio popped up, during like the free practices and stuff. For some reason Max and Checo were like tinged pink.
0: Very I hated dodgy, it. very dodgy Photoshop. It was almost so scary. Funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, be glad to see the back of that. Um Another thing that we found out before the race weekend began, Carlos Sainz taking a grid penalty for a new engine. All the parts being replaced, name them all, they're being replaced. Uh, not a surprise since we knew about the new Ferrari Funky engine um, and since Sean had already taken it. I think we knew that Turkey would have been the place that um, Carlos was going to take the penalty and that he did, so that put him at the back of the grid or at least at that point it put him right at the back of the grid fp1 we find out lewis hamilton new engine so i think at this we all thought it would be one to the back of the grid full new engine like Valtteri had twice (laughs) but it was actually just the internal combustion engine the ice which meant only a 10 place grid drop mercedes think that that's all they need to change if that's all they need to change i wonder why they only they didn't only change that on Valtteri's. but
0: (laughs) it is very interesting. I was watching the um, Sky Sports pre-race show today and they were weighing it up. They were saying Mercedes have been dominant for so many years. Their power units have been solid. This year, for mm. whatever reason, the reliability yeah. of them has just not been there. And well, Mes- that's been the thing. Mercedes engines have been famously reliable. 100%. Oh, <laughs> but for whatever reason... Apparently, they are now aware of the issue. They know what's slightly wrong with it, but they can't correct it. So, as they are playing with fire. Do they completely revamp it all, or do they mm-hmm. just replace little bits and just pray that it's going to hold out? Because yeah, I well. swear, I swear, if this champ championship is decided based on a power unit or reliability, I will. Leaves oh. my
1: mind <laughs> I'll complain to Ofcom About the coverage It's going to be interesting I think we will see some more Engine replacements From some of the Mercedes Engine customers so I think the Aston Martins probably will We know that Latifi's already Taken one uh, in Sochi You know I think we will be seeing some more of those Which we'll get to In a couple minutes time uh, other things from FP1, lots of drivers saying that the surface was quite high grip, which made a difference from last year's Turkish Grand Last year was ridiculous. Grand
0: Prix.
1: Yeah, I know we didn't go over it, but I do know of it. And it was slippy.
0: Obviously, because it's not a track that gets used very often. And last mm. year, I'm pretty sure they resurfaced it like a, a week or mm. so before the race. And that was yeah. like it was like an ice rink. There was nothing <laughs> for them
1: drivers. Other, one interesting thing, one really interesting, well, really interesting depends on who you are actually whether it's really interesting. Some of the drivers were wearing some new prototype gloves in FP1. Not all of them. Some of them. I think Lewis was one of them. Daniel George. Can't remember all of them, but those were a few. Which basically because of uh, Roman Grosjean's crash last year. Where he came out pretty much unscathed. He was fine apart from his hands and his feet. So F1 had been looking to improve the gloves. To prevent injuries like that happening. I'm not sure what came of this. In terms of feedback. But they did know on Sky Sports. That when Lewis took them off. He was sort of like like stretching his hands. You know when like your hands have been like curled up for a long time. And you feel like you need to stretch them. So I don't know if these gave enough sort of dexterity and all those funny words, but uh, probably we'll, we'll not have to see yeah. what comes of that.
0: They're probably not perfect at the moment, but it's nice to see that they're, you know...
1: Actively working on improving safety. Yeah.
0: So that session ended,
1: with the top three being Ham, Leck, Hamilton, Verstappen, Leclerc. Fun times. Now, I will admit, FP2, FP3 didn't watch all of them, because... FP3, I think I slept through half of it. I FP2, think? I can't remember why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I was at uni, probably. Okay. <laughs> but We're busy students. <laughs> Luckily, I have the power of recording on the telly now. Uh, still didn't watch all of it, though. Because <laughs> it's an hour. I oh, not never much. watch
0: free practice. <laughs>
1: I watch them because I'm a sweaty nerd who likes watching cars go around a track for little purpose. Um, they do have purpose. <laughs> <laughs> there was lots of slowing down in this session to try and get like good grid position. Even like at one point, I know it's Fernando Alonso, but I think one of the Aston Martins like pretty much stopped on track. So I was sort of wrote down here expected director's note about that, and I think there was something saying you have to be a certain amount of time in these sort of sections of the track so could be wrong but then i did note here that the graphic they're using for max and sergio's radio is absolutely terrifying (laughs) um but that session ended hamilton leclerc bottas fp3 uh bit wet at this point oh the rain yeah um bit wet apparently george had a bit of a spin at the start went off the track didn't come back on again to only did like five laps or something And there was quite a few spins in general in that session, apparently. And the session ended with Gasly, Verstappen, Perez on the top. So we get to qualifying. Q1, chance of rain is at 100%. And I'm thinking, spicy qualifying, lads. I'm ready.
0: I was more excited than usual for this qualifying. And I don't know why. I was... I just was.
1: <laughs> it, just, it just felt like it was going to be a spicy qualifying. Uh, my dad, I asked him his prediction. Um, he said that Max and Lando were going to be on pole. Don't know how that would work.
0: But... What, both of them together? I his judgement.
1: Both of them together. Sharing it. <laughs> yeah, so it was weird conditions because the track was drying, but it was spitting. So it was really sort of weird conditions. And at one point, and you can tell what's the track was kind of like So at one point there was every driver out on track because there was it was dry at the start of session so they're putting all the laps in and then as this then it got wet and then as the session went throughout the track was drying again so you have all the drivers coming out trying to be like the last person to put a lap in because it the lap the lap times were just falling down and down 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 it was quite uh it was quite amazing and this led to being out of Q1 Daniel Ricciardo Nicholas Latifi Antonio Giovinazzi Kimi Raikkonen and Nikita Mazepin Mick Schumacher on merit on merit in an aquafresh tube on wheels made it into (laughs) Q2 I feel like F1 have not pushed this enough it's absolutely incredible they blooming I mean, go on about it all the time when jo- and i love george georgie boy you're great they go on about it all the time when he gets through into q3 or whatever but i mean mick has gone on this blooming I mean, tractor made of paper and
0: glue and got into q2 it really made me chuckle that you called it the aqua fresh <laughs> mobile or something <laughs>
1: That's what it is. I looked at it this weekend. And I went, oh my God, that's what it is. It's it an Aquafresh it tube. Look like a
0: tube of toothpaste.
1: I was thinking you know, sorry, I just remembered about those Aquafresh adverts. You know where there was like the big bit of toothpaste? And yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The sm- and
1: then the, and then the, the baby really one was pure one.
0: white. And then the mum yeah. was red and white. And the dad was all three colours. Yeah. Seems a bit British. sexist to me. The dad <laughs> has three colours. <laughs> <laughs> the mum only has two. <laughs> it's not really fair, is it?
1: It's not fair. It's not fair. What are you trying to say? But the I was, yeah, very impressed with Mick. However, I think that it's really one of the most impressive qualifying performances this season for him to get that has on merit into Q two. He Incredible. sounded
0: so happy as well. Yeah, but I it mean, was lovely at McLaren. What the frig are you doing? That was a massive yeah, blunder on their half.
1: Yeah, so it was really interesting because this was a mix of bad McLaren timing and very good Ferrari strategy because Daniel was one of the earlier drivers to put their last lap in which obviously isn't good in the first place because the track was like literally every lap time someone was putting in it was getting quicker and quicker and quicker. And then Ferrari got carlos so carlos didn't need to get into q2 carlos was at the back of the grid no matter what happened but i think ferrari you know daniel was sat in p15 and carlos was in the danger zone so they had carlos go around and push daniel into into the danger zone by putting a a lap in to get into q2 pushed him out so you know Interesting to note that um, Binotto, Spinotto was not there this weekend. Suddenly, Ferrari are making good decisions. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Huh. It's true. Whenever he's not there, the Ferrari game just ups the peg. It's interesting.
1: Exactly. So, well done, Ferrari, for that one. Q2. I have written down here I got distracted and forgot to make notes because I, I did um <laughs> poor george was putting in a, a good lap would have got into q3 but right at the end of the lap went off
0: a very rare mistake from him through.
1: yeah very it's not like very him. rare mistake he wasn't happy with himself again good ferrari strategy they um i think carlos gave Charles a slipstream and i don't know it was just I don't know, they were just doing good things again. It was quite, I was impressed.
0: I'll tell you who impressed me. <coughs> the, <coughs> the Alpha towers Oh, yeah. And didn't they both get through to Q3? Mm-hmm.
1: So out in Q2 was Sebastian Vettel, Espanok, on George Russell, Mick Schumacher and Carlos Science, which means Pierre Gasly and, more importantly, Yuki Tsunoda
0: made it to Q3. Amazing from the both of them. I mean, Gasly, I'm not surprised, but Yuki, it's nice
1: to see it's him. It's nice to see him there, doing well. It's nice to see him doing well, especially because I don't think Turkey's a track that he's driven on before F one. So it's really nice to see him do well at a track that he doesn't know as well. Um. So big up Yuki Sonoda, We love him on this podcast. We support yuki every day of the week no yuki slander in this building or your building chloe because we're in different buildings
0: <laughs> we support all 19 drivers on the grid
1: all 19 drivers on the grid 20 if you include robert kubitzer <laughs> so q3 i have written down <laughs> one thing and that's valtteri better stick it on pole. <laughs> Which he technically did.
0: (laughs) Technically, by technicalities, he
1: did. So, the finishing order in Q3 was Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen, Leclerc, Gasly, Alonso, Perez, Norris, Stroll and Tsunoda. But because Lewis Hamilton had the 10-place grid penalty, that meant Valtteri Bottas officially got pole. Sort of making up for the fact that he didn't get classed as having pole at Monza, I think. (laughs)
0: Where did you say Perez finished? He, qu- so he in qualifying came seventh. Right, because after Quali, I was on Twitter and Perez was one of the main talking points. Mm. Most, like, a, fr- a lot of things that I was seeing were people going, okay, at what point are we going to talk about Perez's performance? At We've been
1: talking about him all season.
0: At what point are we going to, you know, recognise that he's underperforming? At what point this, at what point that? And at the time, on Saturday, I kind of agreed because, fair enough, Perez is qualifying. His Saturdays haven't been strong. They haven't been up there. However, I'm so glad I didn't tweet about it or anything because he was sick today. So he was really good. That's the other thing.
1: If we're talking about Sergio Perez underperforming, we have to put it in the context of it's in qualifying. He underperforms in qualifying quite significantly. You know, and I think he would recognise that as well. I think when we complain about it, it's not in the way of he shouldn't be in that seat, although you do question sometimes, should Pierre Gasly be in that seat? I think that's the only question in that, because Pierre seems to be doing well in both qualifying and the race. But Sergio's very very strong in the races we see that we just want him to be better at qualifying because then he would be getting consistent podiums if he if he can put in consistently better qualifying performances then he will be a very strong contender it's just uh, you know and at the end of the day we've got to think as well it's a difficult car to drive you know you get you go through you go you look at Pierre you look at alex you look at now an experienced driver like sergio perez and you know i don't think it's a coincidence that all these guys struggled in the same car you know we know that max likes to drive that car on like he likes the car on the edge it was like interesting in the free practices because when max was complaining and struggling with understeer sergio perez was doing quite well so i think i think you know
0: you could put Lewis Hamilton in that second Red Bull seat and he would struggle. Yeah. Anyone would struggle in that second seat. It's blooming hard to drive. So it's a difficult car. Yeah, I think we just need to cut Sergio a little bit more slack.
1: We like him here. We like everyone here. I feel like sometimes I feel like sometimes I've come across as harsh on Checo, but it's because we know he's good we want to see him do good also Pierre is one of my faves so sometimes that takes over a bit but we love Checo here we love him big up Sergio uh interestingly enough uh Fernando Alonso was under investigation after qualifying for not slowing down under double yellow flags nothing came of it at first I was like huh thought well, that's a slam dunk you know Poor Sebastian Vettel got done for it in Bahrain, if you remember. But it turns out that he was done for it. it he was on his first flying lap. So he, he was sort of called in, so there's nothing to compare it to. Like, nothing to compare him slowing down. So, <laughs> if you get what I mean. Yeah. So, qualifying ends, and I, big brain moment, go, hmm, Daniel Ricardo's qualified 16th. Mercedes having an issue with the reliability of their engines. McLaren using a Mercedes engine. Daniel Ricciardo should take a new engine. I think McLaren saw my tweet, I'll be honest. I think (coughs) that's it. I don't think they have the thought on their own free will. I think it was me.
0: I think they need to credit you for that one. I I think they need to send you a fat paycheck for that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, McLaren... Pay me or I'll sue because it was obviously from <laughs> my suite and not common <laughs> sense. <laughs> but Daniel Ricciardo did take a new engine which put him at the back of the grid, which left the grid lineup looking as so. Bottas for stopping, Leclerc, Gasly, Alonso, Perez, Norris, Stroll, Sonoda, Vettel, Hamilton, Ocon, Russell, Schumacher, Latifi, Giovinazzi, Reagan and Mazapin, Sainz and Ricciardo. Bang!
0: Lovely. Oh! <gasps> Shall we jump to race day? AKA Today.
1: Ooh, it's Sunday then. It's Monday, Tuesday, what? That's a song that the kids like. I say like the kids like, like it's not at the top of my um Spotify on repeat (laughs) playlist.
0: (laughs) Oh god.
1: (laughs) Right then. What is on top of You know what's in my Spotify on Repeat playlist?
0: Wow super max <laughs> it's not it is oh rachel
1: <laughs> you know you just listen to it and you go oh it's kind of vibey you know you know max 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 super max max super super max 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 super. But there's, that, there's only so
0: it. much of it you can listen to Oh God! So You're indeed. You're indeed. You,
1: you underestimate my ability to listen to a song on repeat as soon as I start to like it. I my breadth of of song listening to at any one time is not like very big, but I do listen to a few songs a lot.
0: <laughs> I've been listening to one song in particular on repeat for about a week <laughs> now. As <laughs> you should. It's a banger. You even know what I'm gonna say, and I don't even think I think it's quite niche to the UK. I don't think many of our <laughs> American listeners will know of this band. I um, if you do, let us know. Oh my god! So I've been listening to the song "Glad You Came" by The oh. Wanted. The Wanted, banger, banger, absolute banger. Um.
1: Lyrical genius.
0: Would have been a global success. The band would have if One Direction didn't come along and ruin their careers. Yeah, um, because that's the thing, right? I'm, you know, me and Chloe, back in the day,
1: and still now, if they got back together, probably big on One Direction stands. <laughs> Everyone's just gonna turn the podcast off now. We've admitted <laughs> that. Hey, <laughs> wait till they find out that I used to be a K-pop stan. Um, not not that deep in, but deep enough. And the WWE stand (laughs) in the middle of all that, so... The Wanted came before One Direction. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they
0: did, they did, they did.
1: Yeah, making sure. Okay, One Wanted came before One Direction, but then became known as sort of like the One Direction wannabes. If, If anything, One Direction are the Wanted wannabes.
0: Do you know, it's actually hilarious, because at the time both bands had real beef like they were twitter fighting with each other (laughs) what if we had
1: beef with another podcast like i mean we don't know any other podcasts i mean we know of podcasts but we
0: don't know them if anyone listening has a podcast and would like to start beef for the fun of it (gasps) we can have we can can do tracks. Can we do it in the style of the Wanted Glad You Came so we can <laughs> finish a line with a word and start the next line with that same word? Oh, I think it'd I think it, be, it
1: blow everyone's minds.
0: I think if you're listening to this and you don't know what I'm going on about, you need to Google the lyrics and listen to the song because it's honestly a lyrical masterpiece. Mm.
1: Glad You Came. Just, can you imagine just like being in just like, uh, I mean I say a club, I'm probably thinking more a wedding disco And blumin'. God glad you came comes on I can't sing it because I'm such a good singer that would get copyright for it it's just vibing I'm vibing, you can't see yeah. us right now but I'm vibing I'm having a great time we're, we're just dancing, we're dancing away glad you came so good the Any- race <laughs> anyway
0: <Yeah. laughs> That took quite the turn then. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs> so let's set the scene. Um, I think I think it's fair to say it was a damp, damp conditions pre race.
1: Mm. Well, it was quite exciting to turn the telly on and see
0: the uh, see gazebos were up on the grid. Ooh. honestly Coats were on. What is it with Formula One lately in the rain? I can't remember. Global
1: warming. I can't...
0: can't. What was the last race that was, like, fully dry? I was
1: going to say Sochi then, but that really wasn't dry. Let's think. So we had Sochi, and before Sochi we had Monza. Monza was dry, wasn't it? But Monza was dry, but it went a bit mental. So when was the last time we had a race that was either... That was dry and wasn't mental. mental.
0: <laughs> well, it was pre-spa, wasn't it?
1: Well, I- Zand- Was Zandvoort dry?
0: I tell you what, I can't... Now that I'm
1: thinking about it, there was quite a few dry races. Doesn't feel like it though, does it?
0: No. Anyway, the race. <laughs> the um, race. So Valtteri's on pole. Max alongside him. I... I don't know why. I shouldn't have, but going into it, I underestimated Valtteri. I was like, mm-hmm. Ma- "Max is going to get him from the start. He's going to get him off the line." I'm glad
1: you're realizing the error of your ways. <laughs>
0: <laughs> However, <laughs> to
1: be fair, I think every I think everyone I mean, er- everyone not including me, not including the number of Valtteri Bottas fans that I know, but I think a lot of people thought I think a lot of the big criticisms of Bottas that he's bad at starting which to be fair recently his form in starting hasn't been very good and that he's bad in the wet almost everyone was saying that Max would be leading by the end of the first lap
0: but that was not the case um, that is not correct that is not correct Valtteri had a, an amazing start lightning quick oh, that's reaction so good um, so <laughs> Which was very important.
1: Oh, extremely important. And Max didn't have a bad start, but had a, compared to Valtteri, a bit of a Yeah, mm, average. I thought Charles had a decent start.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I totally remember yeah. what I did at the start. We uh, he, <laughs> he
1: started the car and it went forward <laughs> quite quickly
0: very early on we had a
1: spin a
0: spin induced from contact
1: oh get ready for me to get angry
0: Alonso spun after contact with Pierre which resulted which was investigated and then ultimately resulted in Pierre getting a five second penalty
1: not only that but two penalty points as well harsh more than harsh. Very Unnecessary harsh. Unnecessary by the FIA. Ridiculously just, the, harsh. What all we're asking from the FIA is consistency. But you think about it, it all comes back to me for the incident between Charles and Pierre in Austria when the FIA said that lap one incidents are a bit more lax when it comes to penalties. And then you think about with Lando in Sochi when they were like sort of mitigating it. Because it was wet and all that. And then I think about this and I go, well, realistically, it's just a racing incident. And it certainly isn't worth two penalty points. Much like Lando in Austria, his his taking Sergio off the road wasn't
0: worth two penalty points or three or whatever he got. There is no middle ground with the FIA. It's it's giving penalties to everyone, or giving no penalties. There's no yeah. and even oh, even Alonso afterwards said that Pierre shouldn't have gotten
1: a penalty for it. Oh, and it annoys me because realistically, if Pierre didn't have that five second time penalty, there is a chance he could have been fighting for the podium, genuinely, and if not the podium, fourth or fifth.
0: The FIA really anger me.
1: The fear the.
0: I just, r- I just don't understand them. Anyway.
1: I don't. Who I does? I don't think anyone does.
0: Who yeah. does? So, lap two, we had Mick Schumacher spin <laughs> <laughs> after contact with Alonso, which, funnily yep. enough, gave Alonso a five-second penalty too. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It all carries on.
0: <laughs> really, what should really what
1: should have happened after that actually is Mick knock Pierre, and then we go full circle. Full triangle. Full triangle. It's a love triangle.
0: Just bashing into one another.
1: Oh.
0: Oh. Latifi lap two. We didn't see it because it's Latifi, but apparently he had a bit of a a, a bit spin. of a
1: spin. a bit of a woo woo. He had a bit of a technical term.
0: Yeah, which I think disappoint was disappointing for him. He did. He felt a bit let down with himself. Cause
1: I think he's generally sort of at least recently been quite good in the wet. So it was a shame to see him not do as well this time.
0: Ever since Latifi scored points, he has transformed. He has leveled up. As a driver, right. I want to say
1: I was, I was uh, watching the race today. Um, the motorsport society at my uni were doing a viewing, and I rocked up to it. You know, I they obviously went, oh my god, Rachel from the rookies F one podcast. Oh, You're so I famous. With, Can I have your autograph. Come on, be gracious with our presence. Can I have your autograph. Let me know your highly, give us your highly intellectual, intelligent opinions about F one. We'd love to know. What do you want? Do you want this throne to sit in? Let us buy buy you Diet Coke. Ah. Yeah, so I walked in. um, Obviously, no one looked my way. (laughs) And then I found a seat. Um. (laughs) But I was saying to some people, I turned around and I said, you know, Latifi's been doing really well as well. You know, I think he gets underrated because of George's performance. And they agreed with me. And I thought, the message is spreading. Ah.
0: What a win for King Latifi, the King Latifi campaign. I'm going to have a strepsel.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I have, I, I've I probably um cut it out, but I have been coughing <laughs> quite a bit because I'm talking a lot and my throat's very dry. And it's dry anyway because everyone has a cold at the moment.
0: Everyone. You know, there's a girl below me in my flat and my girl below you there's someone down on the floor below i hope she can't hear me i do i'm feeling sorry for her because she's had a cough for about 48 hours now and it's constant <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh bless
0: bless her <laughs> but it's not nice and it's going round so if you are currently suffering with a cold or a flu i'm sending my deepest condolences I have a theory, right? Because of COVID- It's the government. It's the government. Technically, because of (laughs) COVID, (laughs) we have all been locked down for such a long period of time. We've not been mixing. So people haven't been catching the typical flus and colds going around. Mm. So now, as people are mixing more this September, as the wintry months are coming in and the coldness, It's spreading and people's immune systems aren't fighting it as well as what they used to. Yeah. Because we haven't had to fight them for a while. Well, exactly. We've all been inside. Big Boris told us to stay at home. I didn't have freshers flu last year. This wasn't an issue. Me neither. Hey, to be fair, you
1: know why you didn't get it last year? Because you're hanging around with me. I protected you from it. I fought away the freshest flu for you. And I got ill instead.
0: You you were not very well, actually.
1: About this time last year, wasn't it? Ooh. There wasn't any podcast at this time.
0: And Rachel, Rachel made a very questionable decision to leave the house in the early hours of the morning <laughs> to go walk for round For three the nights in a <laughs> row.
1: And by early, we mean like three o'clock in the morning. This is like late October I think so it was so it was dark from like seven or eight till seven, seven I think in the morning and your boy thought it'd be a good idea to go and walk around in the dark around campus because I felt ill <laughs> but Chloe was very nice and bought me Lucas
0: and crackers so <laughs> I was scared because I was asleep, and I didn't even hear you leave or come in, which meant...
1: Oh, I made sure no one heard me.
0: (laughs) If we ever got burgled, I would have just slept through it.
1: I think I'm just very sneaky.
0: You're very stealthy.
1: I'm very stealthy. I'm a ninja.
0: High dexterity.
1: A ginger ninja.
0: I know them words. Do you know why I know all these words? Dungeons and dragons. Yeet that very brief spell we did yeah well, not well you, i did didn't. join in with that
1: just, yeah <laughs> funny enough i've done dungeons and dragons elsewhere actually <laughs> which i feel like is sort of in our character really. <laughs> hey it was sick it was great fun i love dungeons and dragons genuinely
0: i just don't think i had a very good experience with it but i'm sure i would have
1: Anyway. Yeah, I think uh, I think mine was a bit more fun. It's okay, <laughs> they don't listen to the podcast.
0: <laughs> so that happened on lap two. We need to get back to this. Um, <laughs> We're on <the> lap two. <laughs> to be fair, I haven't made a load of notes, so we will smash through this. Right from the get-go, I have noted that science is doing an incredible job getting through the field. When you look at oh, his yeah. moves, compared to i mean personally i was expecting daniel to be moving up the grid and even hamilton i expected after lap one to be at least two places from where he started but science he was passing them like anything
1: yeah this track seemed to like the ferraris didn't it
0: and not the mclarens (laughs) not the
1: mclarens
0: it is interesting they don't they don't succeed together do they
1: no they never do oh i can't maybe monaco but i think that was more lando was very good
0: hats off to yuki Sonoda. oh boy he did an amazing job holding up lewis for eight labs
1: <laughs> dude was like i'm surprised we didn't get yuki on the radio going helmet you seeing this christian you're watching come on i want to ask I'm you something
0: all weekend, I heard like the commentary team and everyone joke about a special advisor to Yuki. What were they going on about? I'm like, have I missed some I inside have no joke? Clue. I
1: have no clue. Do you know clue. what I
0: mean? Did you not hear yeah, that? I, no, I heard about
1: it. I have no clue what they're on about.
0: Am I missing something? I didn't think there was any special one there this weekend for Yuki. Well, if we're missing it, we're missing it together. If we're being really silly, can you let us know what that was about? Because I was very confused. So, yeah, Lewis managed to pass Yuki on lap A. But Yuki had done a. Oh, I was clapping.
1: He, he, Underrated. Was, he was
0: not letting that go easy.
1: I just look. Yuki shows these flashes of what he'll be like when he puts it all together. And he will put it all together. He will. And when he does, he's going to be mega.
0: Lap nine was when the penalties were dished out. And then lap 14, Sainz, as he was making his way through the field, had a little bit of contact with Vettel. Nothing too dramatic, but there uh, was contact. I was
1: fully expecting, I was fully expecting a five-second penalty in that point, genuinely. I was like, you know what? wouldn't surprise me if the FA did that now.
0: Sainz driving... He was driving aggressively, but good aggressively. Like, he was fierce. He went for the space that was there, let's just say that. (laughs) By lap 16, it was recognised that, okay, Daniel, he really doesn't have the pace for whatever reason. I think he had some sort of... Well, he was stuck behind George, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he really wasn't happy bunny i think it turned out he had some sort of break issues or something but there was something not quite there for him this weekend and then on lap 22 they were like okay this isn't working we're just gonna pit daniel
1: i think it made sense because it's sort of like you know they can sacrifice daniel almost to find out what would be the best strategy for lando who was running in the points almost like how um you know with um Bottas, and I know it was Bottas's idea as well, but in, in Sochi, you know, because he wasn't running in the points at the time, Mercedes could pit him to figure out what the best option would be for...
0: Why... Are you just smelling your hair? Just brushing my face with my hair. <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> I was just... I was like, what are you, what are you up to there? <laughs> Mine's in a ponytail. Mine's too far back to be just... So when, when I straighten my hair, it goes really like... Soft
1: and silky
0: and
1: it's like ooh. Mine's a tangled mess (laughs) on the regular. Although I've got a tangle teaser brush to use in the shower. Which makes my
0: showering a lot less painful. I want to be sponsored by Tangle Teaser. It is honestly the best thing I've ever owned.
1: Tangle teaser at at Tangle Teaser? Sponsors us.
0: I will never Chloe's got straight
1: hair, I've got curly hair. We're we're a good, you know. We're a good duo.
0: I've had mine for a couple of years. I might need a new one, so if you're listening, send one through. Hit us up up right now. What lap are we on? So, we're lap 22. (laughs) Ricardo has just pitted.
1: Okay, yeah, okay.
0: Which... didn't benefit him greatly.
1: No, well, he wasn't going any quicker then. (laughs) (laughs) around him, so...
0: <laughs> I've got a bit of a, a vague patch in my notes right now, however... Okay, okay. However, I have noted that... Now, this really, really annoyed me, and I'm sure it really annoyed you too. Do you know what I'm going to mention? A certain driver. It's a
1: flag. Is it a flag or is it a different one? Okay. It's a flag of a colour that is blue that got waved, and someone was a bit disrespectful
0: i'm sorry if you are shown a blue flag you let the guy behind you pass as quickly and as safely as possible so and you
1: certainly do not go to let them out and then
0: quickly move in front of them so Nikita Mazepin, would you please explain to me your reasoning for your actions today, thank you. Well, he'll have to explain it to us
1: because he didn't have to explain it to the FIA, did he? They didn't even call for an
0: investigation into that. It's just annoying and it's really unnecessary.
1: It's dangerous
0: and he's done
1: a few dangerous things on track this season which have not none of them have been investigated is nerve-wracking it's like it's almost like it's sort of waiting until something happens because it wouldn't surprise me if it does i hope it doesn't i really hope that nothing happens but i do get nervous because he did at the very last minute pull back in front of lewis and it was it was wrong he's not racing him There's no need for it. And, like, what was Nikita going to lose from letting those through at that point?
0: Nothing. Anyway, lap 35. Now this was impressive. We had some very, very sexy racing between Perez and Hamilton. Oh, my gosh. Oh.
1: Anyone that says this race was boring did not watch. Blumin Sergio Perez and Lewis Hamilton battling it out for position because that, oh my gosh, they I was were squealing. like wheeling it. I was having a great time.
0: They were like side by side for like five corners, and and clean and
1: clean, completely clean,
0: no no, no, contacts, no I believe. contact.
1: Absolutely incredible. Props to. Both of them for keeping it clean, but props to Sergio Perez because at one point Lewis did get in front, but Perez did not give up that that position. He was like, "You are not getting close to my boy Max, not today." And can can I just say? I think this race has really shown the importance of Valtteri and Checo, like the the top team second drivers, because Valtteri has stopped Max from getting big points Sergio has stopped Lewis from being able to get to Max you know these guys really showed their worth today and by today I mean Sunday because this does not come out today (laughs) because it's currently 10 to 10 in
0: the evening yeet so lap 38 we had a lot of pits pit stops this lap and mm-hmm. one in particular, baffling, Vettel, right? Yeah. Sebastian <laughs> came in on, he was running, he wasn't in the top ten, but he was decent. He was running well. Yeah. Decided to pit on lap 38 to put on mediums. Mediums. Now, Why? <laughs> now I need to hear the radio
1: for this because if Seb said I think we can try mediums, if he thought he had the feeling, then it's like okay. But every other driver was saying that it's not drying, so
0: I can't. You could even see, like, if you w- even looked at the circuit, there yeah. weren't dry patches. That circuit was not drying. It was wet. It was wet. I'm gonna look on it and then to see if I can Sebastian
1: find Sebastian. Slipping around, reminiscent of Lando <laughs> the other week at Sochi, because Seb was struggling on those mediums, and then he sort of straight after came back into the pits, didn't he, to put inters back on? Do I remember right? Yeah. It's an interesting race for pit stop strategy, actually. Um, not that it turned out super interesting. Like like other races have, like a lot of different. Obviously, everyone was oh, but almost uh. everyone was on the same strategy but with the inters and not knowing if the track would dry up it was sort of like well do you go for new inters or do you wait and see if it'll dry up in when it rains if you're on the well the intermediate tires you don't need to pit like normally you would have to and use two different tire compounds so it did become a little bit interesting but i was a bit sad because if it was dry i think it would have been a two-stop and i am a sucker
0: for a two-stop race sorry i have just uh looked for the radio message between Seb and his team. So Seb's engineer told him that Verstappen's pitted for new inters. We're considering a pit stop. Should we try a hard, sorry, soft tyre? To which Vettel responded, medium, let's go for it. This inters can't be any worse. So that's basically
1: yeah that makes sense that's what i kind of thought because at first i was like what are aston martin doing but i think they wouldn't have done it if seb hadn't said i think we should considering all the other drivers were saying it's not drying so seb bad call on your part but aston martin also you should have taken the initiative and heard everyone else saying that it's not drying and maybe i mean if it had worked out it would have been incredible but there was no chance it was working out
0: I could have told you that, and I have zero engineering or race strategy knowledge. Anyway, again, a bit sparse, I've got that on lap 47, Bottas takes the lead from Charles. Now shout out to Charles actually, because at some parts of this race it was looking like charles could be getting a race win here
1: yeah because he was sticking it out that was the original plan i think they were going to try and keep it to a no-stop race but it got a bit slippy
0: <laughs> so bottas has took the lead and then yeah
1: i do think anyway if charlotte stayed out i think bottas would have oh, got him his, his tires 100%. his tires would have definitely dropped off but um you know, you look at the state of. Luckily, we have Esteban Ocon to compare everyone to because Esteban Ocon did not stop during the race. I and tell his tyres looked atrocious.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, even I learned something today because I was like, why are they even contemplating not pitting? Because mm. it, pitting is mandatory until. Yeah, that's what I thought. I learned that it's mandatory. For dry races, but in wet conditions, they don't need to pit.
1: Yeah, that's because I thought it was just in the wet that you it wasn't mandatory that you had to use two different tyre compounds. But turns out you don't have to pit. But that's usually not a very good decision. (laughs) Going a full race on the same tyres.
0: The only reason why I guess they would do it was just because the durability of the wet tyres. Yeah are insane however with the drier compounds the softer compounds it would be dangerous <laughs> oh it'd be dangerous 100 percent. but yeah i learned but something new yeah. so that's a plus <laughs> I something new every day um and the last the last real thing i got noted for this race was on lap 51 now a hot topic of debate lewis was running p3 And for a few laps, him and his team were arguing over the radio whether they felt it necessary for him to come in and pit. And eventually, he did obey the team order to pit. However, that meant that he came out P5. And mm -hmm. he did not sound happy about that. Not one bit. Right. My opinion on this.
1: Go for it. Mercedes made the right call to pit him, they should have been more forceful when they said it earlier and had him pit earlier. Arguably they should have had him pit before they even started telling him to pit. Because I think if he'd done it earlier he would have probably maybe gotten P3 if he'd managed to get past Perez. So I think, I think that the, the no pit race was never on for Lewis, I think it was too dangerous a strategy. Because at the end of the day, there's a higher possibility that one of his tyres is going to go, and he won't even finish. And they need him to at least finish in the points. So, I I think in terms of this race, because they they knew at that point, when you get to a point in the race, where they know that it's going to be damage limitation for Lewis, why didn't they pit him then? And I think it's it's a trend that we've came from Sochi in terms of communication between the pit wall and the driver and the pit wall may be realising that they have a lot more information than the driver and should probably be a bit more forceful <laughs> and rather than asking the driver, uh, should, should you pit when the driver doesn't know everything else that's going on on the track?
0: It is an interesting one. I feel like if this incident happened uh, in the first couple of races of this season, Lewis would have been a lot more chill about it. However, the fact that there's seven races to go and the Drivers' Championship is incredibly tight, and literally every point matters at this stage. Every single one. I think that's just why everything was blown more out of proportion than it probably needed to be. Yeah, but I mean, Bono sounded terrified when he was Lucian, <laughs> <asked laughs> you know, What position, he, <laughs> what is what is position am I in? He's like, Oh God, <laughs> how do I tell him God. he's P5? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's quite funny because I think Lewis, if I remember right had some hypocritical radio as well he's like before it he's like I don't want to pit and then afterwards he's like why don't we pit earlier and I can get it um, because if he didn't know stuff he's probably thinking well if I've come out here why don't you get me to but you know it is what it is Mercedes the getting Lewis in on the inters at Sochi was too good a strategy decision that they had to go back to their old ways
0: (laughs) so that about sums up the turkish grand prix how would you rate it um porridge out of 10 incredibly happy for valtteri
1: happy international porridge day everyone yeah incredible it was meant to be can i just say right choo choo here it comes valtteri bottas anyone who said that he's bad at starting good start anyone that said he's bad in wet conditions he just dominated that race from the start to the finish he was dominant Max Verstappen was never within a second of Valtteri Bottas in that race Valtteri Bottas legend incredible Mercedes should have given him a multi-year contract years ago and maybe he would have performed very well throughout his whole career Valtteri Bottas. (laughs) Mic drop.
0: I also want to give a massive shout-out to Carlos for getting... Carlos driver of the day. His first driver of the day. Insane. I genuinely couldn't believe that. It strengthens my argument that he's one of the most underrated drivers on the grid.
1: Yeah, looking at him purely on driving ability... It's hard to deny that he is the most underrated driver on that grid. I mean, hit p- you know how much is between him and Charles in the Drivers' Championship right now? Point 0.5. Charles, who everyone thought was going to be smashing Carlos out of the water this season. And this isn't to put Charles down. No. It's, it's, it's just th- Carlos is so good.
0: I On driver ability, driving ability, I would put them level pegging.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people talk about George and Lando and Charles and Max as this, these amazing talents, right now. They completely write off Carlos. Completely write off Carlos signed. I mean, put Pierre in that category as well. Yeah. His name gets missed out, but he's not as underrated as Carlos. But um,
0: this is Carlos's first season in the Ferrari. And he's not really had any hiccups. He's he jumped in that seat. Well he's had, he's had a, a few he's had a few <laughs>
1: crashes, but not in the races. That's the important thing. He's <laughs> not had crashes in the r- In fact, isn't he one of two drivers to have one of th- one of three he's one of three drivers. We figured that out last episode, didn't we, to have not DNF. Him, Danny Rick and Antonio Giovanazzi. What's going on outside your
0: room? Sounds like someone's being murdered. Oh, crime! They're, yeah, they're not. It's just freshers. <laughs> wouldn't that Wouldn't
1: that be incredible? Not incredible. Not in the way that it'd be g- a oh good thing. Oh my god! But what if? What if we had evidence on our podcast of a crime being committed? That,
0: that's how we become famous. <laughs> not and that ma- we want well, it to
1: happen. Imagine. But if it did, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> imagine, like. It went to court and they had to play <laughs> a snippet <laughs> of our podcast as evidence i would i'd die on
1: the topic of noisy people oh wait but if we went to court i can wear my new suit that i got from primark
0: yeah <laughs> 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 love that
1: <laughs> i love that for me
0: i think it was someone's birthday somewhere by me a couple of nights ago. And you know you have them, like, when it's a birthday, you have them little plastic things that you blow into and it all Ooh, expands. Yes. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, the But they go... The bah,
1: bah, 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 bah,
0: doo, and they make that noise, right? It's all good. Yeah. Sorry, no, I was just looking <laughs> to see if I had my kazoo handy, but I don't. It must be someone's birthday. And they were... Blowing this thing every ten seconds for about two and a half hours. <laughs> and my window was shut and the sound of it was travelling straight through. So uni students, man. Whole different whole different breed of human. But yeah. Um, Carlos signs
1: Great Race of Arturie Bottas. Dominance. Incredible. Love that for him. His start to the world. Drivers he also Championship. got fastest
0: lap. Fastest
1: lap as well. 26 points. Let's go. Pole. Fastest lap.
0: Brace win.
1: Incredible. Do you want to try and go friend. through
0: the top 10 quickly?
1: Yes. Um, Valtteri Bottas, P1. Yeah. Max Verstappen, P2. Mm hmm. Sergio Perez, P3. Yeah.
0: Charles
1: Leclerc, P4. Yes. Lewis Hamilton, P5. Yeah. P6 was Pierre Gasly, who got awful close to Lewis at the end. Yeah. P7... Oh, jeez, my bumming handle armrest on my chair just went... (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I was leaning on it and it just went... (laughs) Oh, no. What was I up to? Lando in P7? Yeah. Who also I think, if Pierre had managed to get through, would have slipped through behind him, past Lewis. Um, P eight. Um, don't tell me. Was it Lance Stroll? No, it was Carlos. Oh, I thought Carlos was P nine, Lance Stroll. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I got them. I got them mixed around. Apologies. And then P ten was Esteban Ocon, who just about managed to hang on on his whole race old tyres. Which he was dropping This is why it was a good idea That Lewis, and I think Lewis straight after the race Didn't realise this because I think he thought He should have stayed on them But Esteban Ocon by his like last lap Was losing 5 seconds <laughs> On the other drivers
0: um, Incredible so But that was the top 10 And that sums up the Turkish Grand Prix Not my most favourite yes. of the year But I'm happy for Bottas And overall, decent Valtteri Bottas.
1: Legend. Choo, chew, choo
0: Right. We need to bash through... Bash through the news. So...
1: Let's get right... The final... I can't believe I just referenced drama alert.
0: <laughs> I don't even watch that. What? <laughs> so, the final to be confirmed spot of this season has now been confirmed. On the calendar. On the calendar,
1: yes. I was for a second, I was like, the alpha seat's been confirmed.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, the calendar. No,
1: it has, it, it, the opposite of being confirmed, actually. But the calendar, yes. Although we all kind of knew.
0: We're going to Saudi Arabia. And... Qatar. Is it not Qatar? Isn't Qatar in Saudi Arabia? We already
1: knew, no, Qatar's a different country. Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) A different country from Saudi Arabia. (laughs) Oh, Chloe. Oh, no, Chloe's gone. Chloe's. Oh, I think Chloe's passed out from the embarrassment of thinking that Qatar was in Saudi Arabia. (laughs) They're two different
0: countries, two different races. (laughs) I'm so embarrassed. Oh, dear.
1: I think I think
0: it's fair to say that my geography (laughs) is on par with Lando (laughs) Norris's geography of that being horrific, very bad, very poor. Um, To citizens of (laughs) Where's (laughs) Qatar? (laughs) To citizens of Saudi Arabia and Qatar, if you're listening, I would like to send my deepest apologies. I hope I didn't offend. (laughs) Listen from apologies. I'm sure you have a lovely country, <laughs> and I'm sorry for being an ignorant, <laughs> an ignorant um, English person. <laughs> well,
1: I'm sure it's a lovely looking country. Certain certain laws are a bit interesting,
0: but we won't get into that. So, Qatar's been confirmed.
1: As does the, the track just looks a bit.
0: Um, So is it Qatar or Saudi Arabia That's got a 10 year contract Starting 2023
1: The thing is It's not necessarily this track I think And I might be wrong But I think they're looking at a potential street circuit From 2023 But this track has sort of been put in the last minute Because this is a MotoGP track normally I think Yeah
0: I've heard that I'm not going to delve into politics or anything because that's a can of worms that I'm not willing to open right now Yeah. However,
1: after how Twitter's been about it we're just not going to bother
0: F1 if you want to market yourself as we race mm. as one we race as one and you want to make that point every race day maybe consider where you hold races and that's yes. all I'll say on that and, and
1: before any and also I'm just going to put this in here because this was a thing on Twitter. Before anyone says other countries have human rights abuses and all that, just go back to our Hungary episode, okay? We know we've pointed it out. There's no need to go every si- like every single country has something wrong with it, but some significantly more than others. Okay, that's what I'm going to leave it at.
0: <laughs> other news. We have more Alfa Romeo. not
1: Yeah, Alfa Romeo, seat rumours. So, the rumours. Guan Yu Zhou was the big favourite to be going into that seat. But the rumour is, is that he and his team have asked for a three-year contract. Which at any team, for any rookie, is pretty much out of the question. Rookies don't get three-year contracts. And he's asked for that. And Alfa Romeo apparently have been a bit like, well, we're not giving you that because after next year we want Teo porcher in that seat. So Oscar Piastri, current F2 leader, who everyone thought wasn't going to be in a seat next season, has now come back into contention for a potential Alfa Romeo seat.
0: That seat could be literally anyone's.
1: Exactly, it's. Um, a, fe- a bit greedy. going to be
0: interesting. A bit greedy. One. Very greedy. Three year. Like, dude. Probably it's probably not him. It's probably his team. But, let's just humble ourselves, right? Yeah. Like F- I, I know you want job
1: security, but you're a rookie.
0: F one pinnacle of motorsport. You're a rookie. What makes you think you're going to be granted a three year contract?
1: Exactly. Because as far as we know, I think Valtteri's contract is three years i think with options what makes you think you're getting the same contract as valtteri bottas
0: also you're getting an f1 seat it's all rumors it's all rumors but i mean it's all rumors even to be offered a year free yeah you're given the chance to race in formula one take it and run with it and if you're smashing it then you can negotiate further exactly so um so,
1: who knows with this, Alpha from C and I really don't think we're going to know until the end of the season. um. At least, definitely, not until the F2 season's over.
0: Heartbreak for Liam Lawson today. Oh, not F1 dear, related, I've been seeing
1: stuff about that. Close enough, innit? Crikey, poor lad, poor lad. Some heartbreaking photos coming out of that as well. I feel sorry for the lad. I don't really know much of what went on, but it sounds like was unfairly taken out
0: um, and i might
1: have that wrong but i feel very I've bad for from him from what
0: i've been able to gather the championship was his yeah
1: until it wasn't
0: <laughs> so that was a shame <laughs> such a pity such a pity i know we've been bashing on for quite some time i'm gonna quickly google some more news do you want to tell everyone what happened this week well last week actually. Uh, i
1: should so i was having a great time i was vibing in the house i was at the house alone normally my mum works at home but she was working at the office this particular day Um, vibing around the house i go i brush my teeth and i hear a sort of knocking noise and the, my uh, my bathroom's right next to my sister's room uh, my sister's currently at uni and my sister's room is her hamster and I thought oh the knocking noise is probably the hamster her name's Helga so I thought oh I'll see if Helga's how Helga's doing she must be awake so I walk into the bedroom and one of the cage doors was open and mind as well the bedroom door was open so I run over and I check in her little house and look all around the cage and that hamster was nowhere to be seen and at this oh point, I was genuinely sobbing, <laughs> I'll tell you that, because I was like, oh my god, we've this hamster's gone, we've had to, we've been looking after this hamster for like two weeks since my sister's gone to uni and we've already killed it. So I ring my mum, I'm like, mum, you've got to come home. Hamster's gone, the bedroom door was open. So I went, I was like half an hour I'm searching for this hamster in my sister's room thinking if this hamster's left this room that's it I'm not finding it. So I'm sat on her bed and I'm like oh dear my sister's going to hate me. Oh. I hear her scratching around the area of the corner of my sister's bedroom where her chest of drawers are and I'm like okay okay okay, okay we've got a lead. I look under the drawers she's not there I look around the drawers. I look under the bed. She's not there. I'm like, where is she? Mine, the drawers were closed. And I start making my way, opening the drawers, thinking I'll well, have to check them just in case. And I get to the bottom one, which has my sister's socks in. And a little hamster peeks out <laughs> from my sister's socks. I've never been so relieved in my life. It took me a while to get her out, actually. I went to grab her and she went back in. I was like, don't you dare. I had to bribe her out with treats. So I get her, put her back in the cage and I sort of lie down on my sister's bed until my mum gets back because I was mentally exhausted at this point. My mum gets back and we start looking at the damage so we take all the socks out my sister's sock drawer. Somehow the hamster had gotten all of her like apple treats, all of them and gotten them into the sock drawer and we look in the drawer above where my sister's shorts were oh dear, her shorts have holes in them <laughs> Not fashion holes, hamster holes. <laughs> the hamster had chewed through her shorts. <laughs> and then we realised a bag that had her treats in had a hole in the corner. So she'd obviously jumped out the cage. And I don't know how she survived it. <laughs> I jumped out the cage. Went into the bag, got the treats out the bag. And somehow climbed into the back of the drawers. I still don't know how because they were closed. And had a, had a lovely night's sleep. In my sister's socks. And we haven't checked my sister's socks yet. Um, But I fully expect that when she comes back from uni and puts them on, her feet will go right through them. And that that was my week.
0: (laughs) She is one clever little hamster.
1: (laughs) She is. And she also scared the life out of me. And now I keep having to constantly check that the cage doors are closed because I'm terrified of it happening again.
0: It's a lot of responsibility. You're a hamster mum now. hamster auntie <laughs> this happened again <laughs> not the
1: hamster the arm on the chair it'd be quite be quite wild if i from my room which is a different room to the ha- what the hamster's in just realized that the hamster had gone
0: so before we wrap up there's just one more piece of news that i think's worth a mention ow oh i hit the arm too hard when i was banging it back in ow i'm okay <coughs> so the F1 boss, Stefano Stefanana, Stefano, Stefano Domenicali, Stefano right? Released the proposals for next season. It's looking like next year's going to feature a record of 23 races with some more sprints coming back. Um they better sprint
1: at Silverstone.
0: But what is interesting is that despite there being 23, They aim to finish the season in Mm mid-November.
1: Because of the World Cup, I believe. Which
0: means that it's going to be a pretty hectic calendar. (sighs) It's going to be rough for the teams (laughs) and all of their employees. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think... A lot of people forget how much it t- like these people, especially double headers, triple headers. They don't come home. They're away. They're away for weeks. Like they gotta travel. Like you think
1: they've gotta travel straight from the place they're at and then get set up. And talk about triple headers, oh the arms come off again of the chair. Not my arm. <laughs> um. Not that my arm would just come off in the middle of a recording. Um, it is attached to my body by skin and muscles. Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> and ligaments. Uh, <laughs> the triple header coming up. There's one more triple header of the season. Now, realistically, you'd think, right, so we have the USA, Mexico, Brazil, Qatar, Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi left. The triple header either going to be USA, Mexico and Brazil or Qatar. Saudi Arabia Abu Dhabi since Qatar is in Saudi Arabia, according to Chloe. No, but they are (laughs) nearby, they're not far away from each other. But instead, F1 have made the triple header Mexico Brazil Qatar. Sustainable, aiming to be sustainable. Nice on the teams. That's a long plane journey.
0: Again, where's the sense? Well, I don't know, I can't find it this sport is just very the hypocrisy is real <laughs> yeah it exists and it's frustrating Does anything
1: good happened
0: Lando Norris has um, created a, a cart
1: oh his own carting thing his yeah. own his own cart type well done Lando
0: um lewis hamilton's commission has actively announced some more things that they're going to try and aim to do um specifically in the the uk he's funding some more minorities to get into teaching basically yes Um, trying to help the minority yeah just hoping
1: to Cause Isn't it into STEM specifically? Into s- STEM yeah, teaching? Yeah. Science, um, technology, well engineering, it, maths. engineering, math. Engineering, math, mathematics.
0: Which hopefully will have an impact.
1: Yes, and it's a good thing, and anyone that tries to say that it's a bad thing, shut up.
0: I mean, if you look at the state of this country, you look at head teachers, there's, there's like a small, small per- percentage of head teachers that are not white british
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: so good on him shut up if you think it's a bad thing good on
1: you lewis big up
0: any more good news
1: oh i got a 2-1 yes (laughs) (laughs) that happened
0: oh my god do you know got a law degree rachel has got a law degree she's got a 2-1 For those of you who don't understand the UK university grading system because it's very weird and confusing, a 2-1 is insane, it's very good. (laughs) And actually, in your final exam, you scored (laughs) 70, which was a first? Yeah, that was a surprise. (laughs) And Uh, guess what, Rachel? The hassle was worth the tassel.
1: Tells you a lot about who I am when I say that the gift that I got was, was a builder bear And I love it. It's called Bailey. Do you get the legal pun? The old Bailey. Yes, that's a legal pun.
0: (laughs) But yeah, very smart, very clever. Everyone, congratulate her mentally or on Twitter if you want to. But... Thank you.
1: And if you're wondering why Chloe hasn't any degree yet it's because she's a baby, and I'm not <laughs> I'm only six months younger than you yeah you're only six <laughs> months younger than me but it's enough that you're in the year below me <laughs> I'm the th- weird thing is that now I'm doing my master's I'm doing a master's by the way I'm like there's so m- there's not many people who have come straight from doing an undergraduate degree, so I'm very young and I'm quite young in the year anyway because with the in the uk if you don't know the school year in terms of what year you're in is sept- from the 1st of September to the 31st of August my birthday's right at the end of May so I'm quite I'm quite young for my year anyway so yeah I'm kind of a baby but not compared to you <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're both loving life I think so
1: yeah and watching
0: Strictly come dancing yes who went I didn't I didn't see who
1: went it was um so it was Judy and Katie in the dance-off, and I was sad because Judy is one of my faves, but Judy stayed in and Katie went.
0: I I wanted... Judy had the swivel in both of her feet. I wanted Katie to go this week, I think. So I'm very happy that Judy love surname oh. twins. Oh, yeah. stayed in.
1: Oh, and we love Graziano as well. Judy, Graziano... I know you're listening to our podcast. Come on. How <laughs> bizarre would
0: it be if they were. That would be mad.
1: I just find but the thing is we don't know everyone that listens to the podcast. For all we know, the Queen could be listening to this. Hello, Queen Elizabeth.
0: <laughs> you're alright, Madge. Can you send my nana card? I'll send <laughs> over the address but you'll make a life. Anyway (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) We have been Nattering for quite some time Any other news? Any other major Life events? I don't do much I tell you what I'm very excited for the Austin Grand Prix Oh
1: America Time to be America And do American things
0: Not the best circuit out there, but the vibes. The vibes The vibes, immaculate.
1: And... Hey, and Chloe, you know you get to learn all about it this week
0: for the next podcast. Yeah. Do you know what? I won't even complain. I'll look forward to it. (laughs) I'm glad. What was I going to (laughs) say? Oh! (laughs) I'm getting very excited. I also love it because... It starts around like 7pm, the race, UK time, Ooh. which is vibey because it, like, it's dark outside, it's in the evening, you can have your tea, you can oh. sit down for the evening and watch the race. It's, nice. not, it's not an afternoon thing, I love it.
1: Well, I'm ready for the vibes.
0: But I know a lot of fans in Asia are very upset because it's a very early morning for them, so I'm sorry. But shout
1: out our American listeners, although you've been letting me down in terms of listenership. Finland has way overtaken the USA. And Finland is firmly in third for our listenership. And mind, we love the Finns. Like, Finnish listeners, we love you a lot. But USA listeners, I'm disappointed, quite frankly. So get your act together. Listen to the podcast. Listen to past episodes if you have to. I want to see you fight in your corner. I said I c- I had a call to arms and only Finland responded. So come on, America!
0: I love you, America! Do you know what that reminds me of? Do you know James Corden did the skit with the England football players? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's um maybe not as funny to anyone that doesn't <laughs>
1: know <laughs> the England football players, but it's is it's very funny. It's very funny. Um, and on that. Yeah. We should probably wrap it up because we've been going for an hour
0: and 35 minutes. That's it for this episode of The Rookies. What are we talking about next week? Next America. Week we'll be looking at America. Yeah, predictions, preview for America.
1: Um, it'll be fun, and I promise there will be an episode <laughs> next week. Unless I'm ill this time.
0: Which we hope but let's not. hope not. <laughs>
1: I don't want to be.
0: <laughs> if you want to keep up to date with the podcast, then make sure to follow us on our socials at the Rookies F1 podcast on Instagram and at the Rookies F1 on Twitter and YouTube. Lol, hello, Chloe. A. I'm having. Um, ah! Uh, Sorry, Rachel. Oh, I accidentally put ass.
1: <laughs> Rachel is
0: live editing the. Script. <laughs> Google document. <laughs> that was
1: fun. Um, yeah. And make sure to tune in next week. And have a simply, simply lovely, lovely day. Alright, bye. I was going to say howdy then. Bye, we're on our way to America, on our way to Texas. We'll see you halfway across the ocean.